Hi again, everyone. Welcome to episode 87 of the Radio MVP Sports Podcast. I'm Tim, along with Anthony. And it is a Thursday, right before Brown Steelers kick off. Uh, so obviously no reason to get really into them because there's just no need. Because the time you re- listen to this, that game will be over. Oh, yep. Uh, however, I will say this for the Browns coming into the game. We'll see how right I am. <laughs> It's a culture game. I just yes. talked about culture on the YSU podcast, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one. And I'm going to say the same thing. This is a culture game for the Browns. Uh, we're going to find out how tough they are. They're playing at home against what is your arch rival. Yes. Now, you have to win games against your arch rival for it to be a rivalry. So that's what's really going to be interesting. The Browns today released Antonio Callaway. It took a while. It Shocking. Um, you know, I'll say this under Dorsey. He's not afraid of chances on talent, but he's also willing to cut bait yes. once it gets to a point where it is absolutely can't take any longer. Yes. Yeah, you just can't you can't win with that talent. Um, we're gonna see what Kareem Hunt that got, that gamble pays or pays off or not going forward. Obviously, he inherited Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. he last year. Yep. Uh, he drafted Callaway and his baggage. Callaway had a successful season last year. Yes. Suspended four games uh, to start this season. Had a problem last week. Not disclosed, but obviously enough to be. Say goodbye. Yep. Yeah. Well, obviously enough to be left off the 53-man for the game. And then today it came out that uh, he failed a second test and he has a 10-game suspension. And it was beyond just the 10-game suspension coming up for him, which he's supposedly appealing, I hear, um, with the NFL. The Browns cut bait. And good, because um, I'm like a lot of Cleveland Browns fans, hoping that with that uh, loss position now, that Hollywood Higgins gets a chance to see more of the Mm -hmm. field, who, of course, caught the touchdown pass late in the game. Last week and uh, won the game for the Browns. So we'll see what goes forward. Uh, this is a culture game. We're going to find how, how much how tough the Browns. Now, this is also a huge challenge game for Kitchen. Yes. Uh, obviously, he's had his ups and downs and more downs than ups this year as a head coach. Uh, the last perfect game, I won't even say perfect game, last great game he coached was Baltimore on the road. That was two months ago almost. Yeah, it was. I mean, we're in November, for goodness yeah. sakes. And we just won our first home game last week. So, tells you everything you need to know. And you know how I've been ranking you have to win home games. You, yep. So, here's another home game, and it's a short week. So, you can't over-practice. You have to put in a, uh, a game plan that is more theoretical than is practiced. And see, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Uh, here's the line. Way I see this game going, and we'll find out next week when we we do our our podcast. But it comes down to turnovers. If the Browns haven't turned over the ball the last two weeks, they cannot turn the ball over against the Steelers, which are averaging three turnovers a game. Yes, or defensively, and incredible defensively. It's not going to be an easy task. Obviously, I have uh, three things I want to tell the Cleveland Browns to do from my this chair here. <laughs> Run the ball, run the ball, and when you're in doubt, run Run the the ball. ball. (laughs) Last week, when you had the two running backs on the field at the same time, Chubb 
ran for 87 yards. Uh, so that tells you everything you need to know. And look, Kareem Hunt's going to help this team. He's another addition to this team that they need. They need talent. And now that you don't have Callaway, you can put him in the slot. He is a pass catcher. Uh, he is a blocker. He played fullback mm -hmm. in high school in that. So uh, hopefully when you get down into the one-yard line and you spend eight plays not getting in the end zone, you'll realize that maybe you need a blocker in front of your running back and just line up and play football. Challenge your offensive line to block somebody. Uh, we'll see if that happens. But no, that's my thoughts going into tonight's game. It's really simple. Uh, you're playing, what is it, May Rudolph at quarterback. Yep. So quarterback number 59. <laughs> you lost the quarterback 75 or 99 last. I mean, the Allen brothers, you know, we one and, and the other. So um, thankful you lost to the right one and beat the. Yeah, considering you're wearing your yeah, Denver Broncos yeah. hoodie. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, and the other thing I hope the Browns do tonight, and I'm I'm curious to see, and this is on Steve Wilkes and his defense is um, heat him up. Yeah, put some pressure on the quarterback, blitz a little, show different sights. Don't let a, a young quarterback beat you up this week. We'll see. Uh, I'm optimistic, just for that. I'll say twenty-one seventeen Browns. 21-17 Browns. I will go 23-10 black and gold. I think the Steelers defense is playing. Oh, I, I agree. It, it's it's going to beat right the now. score three touchdowns against them. It is, I mean, an incredible level. And the Steelers won't let you get in the red zone very often. The Browns only win this game if they get turnovers and they don't turn over yes. the ball. Yep. And it's going to be a high level of yeah, success. Yeah, if the Baker if Mayfield happens. of October and late September comes back, it could be a long night. If it's Baker Mayfield uh, this week, they're going to have a chance. Yes. Not going to play. I mean, he didn't play great last week. He played. But, but he didn't turn over the ball. Exactly. He managed the game. And sometimes that's what you do as a quarterback is manage the game. And when he needed to make the throw, you know, and he did. He found Higgins. Hopefully that'll happen a lot. I have a really bad fantasy football team that has <laughs> Cleveland Browns on it. So, uh We'll see if that team can actually do something uh, for me personally. So we'll we'll have some fun there. Uh, needless to say, so that's about it. I got it on the Browns. Yeah, that's not much of a big game for you guys. I, it's big because it's Pittsburgh, and it's it's their prime time spot to in a show that maybe they're going in the right direction. All right, we're gonna make this one pretty quick today because we're just do football, football, football. Yes. Um, uh, high school football season. Yes. We are now in... Week 12. Week 12, exactly. Second week of the playoffs coming up. So, uh, we are, meaning we, Western Reserve Radio, Anthony and mm -hmm. I, and Matt, and Dave, and Campbell, the whole team, we're covering uh, uh, Warren Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kennedy was good last week. They went on the road and defeated a team that was uh, one of them, you know, Look, four really or five. Good. They look real good. They won forty-one to seven, and it not was, surprised though. No, I'm not because they did. They have the athletes. A lot of these we players, saw them last year. How good? Yeah, they I was going to say a lot of the same players we seen last year. The quarterbacks back in Morantis. Yep. Uh, Savon Williamson is back now. Because last year he was healthy. Yes. Yeah. He was injured. Uh, unfortunately, game, one yeah. of the players are injured this year. But I mean, you're always going to run into yes. that. And uh, of course, they have. Uh, 
Hollabaugh. Uh, Boy, he's but, a tough yes, kid. Uh, he's a football player. Talk about a young kid who, who has toughness. Whew. And top program that has yes, culture. Yes, I was you are say, not kidding. Jeff Bayek teams have culture. They're tough kids. Yes, and well, tough he, kids. He has a certain style. He plays, and you know those players want to play for Jeff. Last and, year they were young up front. Now those young kids are becoming more seasoned. Made a playoff run last year, and they're primed and ready to do another their run this year. This year we didn't have that many. Uh, success in the first round no obviously Poland and Struthers played so we had one advance yes. guaranteed there could have had Hubbard but a late loss yes. to Dean Creek Hubbard played a terrific ball game and just came up short uh Springfield. however Springfield looks very good the three teams that I, I mean South I, Range yes there's four teams left and we just named them all Poland South Range uh Kennedy Springfield and South, Springfield yes. those four teams I think all four of them have the opportunity to advance next week. I'm not expecting that. South Range might have the toughest test. I was going to say South Range does. And it's going to be difficult for Springfield. I agree. This is going to be. Trimble. Well, A, Trimble's a good program, okay, mm-hmm. who's moved up from Division 7 yes. to Division 6. But that's not. That's, that, sin- that's insignificant, here, really yeah. insignificant to me. Here's the hardest part of that game going forward for them. Obviously. Trimble's like three and a half hours from Springfield. So the game's in St. Clairsville, which Mm -hmm. is about an hour, 45 minutes from us. So the toughest part is preparing your team to get on a bus and travel for almost two Two hours hours. to get off the bus, be focused, and be ready to play football. Now, with that said, knowing that you have the Brun guards all throughout the team on the offensive line, at quarterback, and other opportunities and you have the coaching staff that Springfield has I expect Springfield to win I truly do it's gonna be a close it, game yes I don't know if it's gonna be a close game or not I have no idea I just think they're gonna they have enough talent I've seen them once this year and they can do a lot of different things and if they're successful they to me coming into the playoffs and coming into this week is the Valley's best chance to make the deepest run in the playoffs. Uh, they had a secret weapon and a great kicking game, too. Punting and place kicking. Yes, their special teams are very good. Matter of fact, interesting enough, most of these teams have great special teams. Yes. And uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Now, you so- know what all these programs have, Tim? Culture. Yes. Every year you look up, Sands last year pulling had a down year with a lot of injuries, but every year these guys are in it. Well, you have stability in coaching and you have the expectation that each team has. You know, I remember Springfield last year was 9-1 and one, did not make the playoffs. Yes. So they had a, a big chip on their shoulder all season long uh, to win them all for that. Yep. could not happen this year. And it did not happen to them this year. And they had the number one seed. Mm-hmm. I think that itself is going to be fantastic going forward. When you look at South Range... That's a gutty team. I mean, the coach gutty. has been there forever. Yeagley, yes. Yes. And Yeagley a has... A quarterback in Allegretto. Right. And like you mentioned, and what we just talked about, he sets the pace, mm-hmm. sets the expectations. Um, it's a very good team. And I think they have, you know, even though they're the lower seed going forward, I still think they have an opportunity Saturday to win. I agree. And uh, it should be interesting. 
It should be interesting. And I it's think it's in he, their backyard. Now Apple Kennedy line. is playing Cuyahoga Heights, which is going to be a tough match. I think whoever Do wins. Do they still run the option? Yeah, same thing as last year. So here's the thing. Bottom line comes down is I think whoever wins that game has obviously I think will be the number one seed going forward in Regional Division finals, Seven yep. region to win the win the region yep. and potentially play in uh, Colum or in Canton Can. for the uh, championship game in two weeks. So we'll just have to wait and see. But um, I like Kennedy. I think they have just enough. Of a little of everything. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Uh, they just need to make sure they don't have the mistakes they had last year turning over the ball. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we mentioned before, they're going to have to face some adversity during the game and yep. be able to overcome. And that goes with all of them. But it should be interesting. And then Poland, who I honestly believe is – they are the most on. underrated team we've I, had all season. They are sneaky, sneaky good. Yeah, they come to play each week. That's a gritty team. It's a gritty coaching staff. I'd like staff. Poland to make a deep run too, Tim. Well, again, I think if Poland wins tonight, they have an opportunity to represent this Valley, not just yep. in the regional finals the following week, but deep into the playoffs where into we're talking Canton, about yes. them making a run and playing in Canton. So, Could have a couple teams playing in Canton. It would be interesting. I mean – when you talk to people across the valley and, and different sporting guys, uh, sports reporters and mm -hmm. that, all year you kept hearing how the valley's down. And I agree to a certain Number level. Number-wise. Well, no, just in production-wise. And I agree with that to a certain level. Uh, we have a lot of schools that play in conferences that do produce playoff teams, yes. but they don't necessarily challenge themselves during the season yes. to see where they stack up against the state competition. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you have to be this or that. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a discussion online about Niles, who finished 7-3, had a great year. Yes. And missed the playoffs. And there were talk about their schedule. And I says, well, and, and I didn't double check. This is yeah. on me. I didn't go back and look at their schedule. I says, it sounds like to me. And I said that they need to make sure they schedule Division two and three teams yes. in their non-conference games. And I got a little flag for that. And rightfully so, to be quite honest with you. Uh, because they did actually play Division two Island. and Division yeah. three. Uh, some of them had success. Some of them didn't. Now, would it be, am I saying go out and play Hoban? No. No. Am I saying that they need to go out and play Maslin or anything like that? No. What I'm saying is it don't hurt Canfield to find a Canfield on the schedule, to find a Boardman on the schedule, mm -hmm. a Division Fitch. two school. Yeah. I mean, is it a big challenge for them? Yeah. Absolutely. Is there a big upside if they win? Absolutely. That's where it comes down to. And, well, you know, but that schedule was good enough. The, the, the bottom line for, like, a Niles – and it's, it comes down to this every year with that type of schedule is they face a team like Poland, and unfortunately they fall up yes. short every year. Yep. And that will be a huge bonus going forward. They beat Holland this year. Holland yes. was a better team than they were the previous year. Much but they improved. were not a playoff team. Um, you know, obviously playing in that conference, the Northeast 8, yes. is an advantage-disadvantage to them. 
They're the biggest school in that conference. They're Division Three. Yes. Everyone else is Division Four, Five. Yep. So they're playing down on points within the conference. So the majority of their games are lower point totals for division for level ones. That's why I said you got to look at the yes. non-conference and see if you can skip threes and twos mm-hmm. for you can get level one points when yes. you win. Um, and you can't compare a division six school to division three school points. Well, yes. look at Springfield. I think mean, told me Springfield played in, they would have never, you know, you know, uh, they would have been like fourth and fifth. And you can't compare no, because no, they're can't. playing division five and sixes and you're playing division fours and division Three, threes yes. and division twos. There's a huge difference in oh, computer point situation on level one. They're, they're not equal in my opinion. Now, there may be a math math. Someone I probably call Joey Till and ask him <laughs> that question and he can answer that for me. Uh, in my mind, that's the way I see it. So, interesting discussion I had this past week online. Um, was just talking about Niles football. And, uh, you know, like I said, I have great respect for the program. And yes. I look forward. I mean, the strides they made last season and this season going forward makes me believe be the Red Dragons are back yep. and ready to compete at the highest level in that conference going forward. Yep. And hopefully make the playoffs and make a big run. It's been a long time, um, but I think Coach Perry's headed. He's in a phenomenal job. Yeah, and he's a great guy. I've talked to him a few different times and have such high respect. respect for him. And yeah, yeah, just a terrific. Uh, but there's so many good coaches. Like I said, oh, talking about culture. We're so lucky. Talking about culture. He has established a culture with uh, Niles in his two seasons there. I'll uh, say it. How Talking about also. culture, all the four teams left in the playoffs have cool. culture uh, and toughness. And when you're talking about a football team, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I completely agree. I think there are a lot of teams, uh, Tim, that didn't make the playoffs this year that have great cultures. Niles, I think, is getting there. I think Niles is going to be a lot of fun to watch in the next couple of years. Howland, I think Howland, uh, you and I saw Howland last year and this year, night and day. Champion also. We touched on champion a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they fell short. Um, this uh, Struthers, I you know, Canfield. A lot of teams that didn't make the playoffs that have really good cultures. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's a credit to the school system and the coaching and, you know, the type of kids. Well, it's when you're talking about the high school level, it starts at the culture, starts with the coach. Yep. And his coaching staff and how they handle – not just the season and in the preseason and and training camp stuff like that, but they're talking about all year round, talking about weightlifting, talking and about off season conditioning, it's it, talking about believing yes. into the program and what they are trying to achieve. I don't care if you're Canfield or if you're Boardman or you're Austin Town or you're Niles or you're South Range. You name the school. It comes down to how you perceive yourself and how you're yes. going forward. Look, I mean, I would never, you know, question the culture at Mooney. Yeah, they had a down year the last couple of nope. years. Nope. But I'm not going to question the culture of that. And I'm not going to question the culture at, like, at Ursuline. I think they're building something. Well, again, a new coach yes. and a new style and a new opportunity. And that's how you build a yes, program. Exactly. You build it from the ground up, especially at the high school level. And we have a lot... It's no secret the Youngstown area has always had great coaches. Boy, we got some phenomenal ones in our area now. 
And we can. We always have. We've always have. I'm going to say we've always have. We've good had, coach, but but beyond that, really good people. Well, that goes hand in hand. You can't be a good coach without being a decent person, especially at the high school level. Yeah, you can run into a few who are flippant or yeah. uh, do coach speak or don't want to communicate with the media. I mean, that's their that's choice. Fine. I mean, that's their choice. I'm not concerned about that. Um, but for the most part, that's what I mean. The reason why you have continuing success or maintain success over a long period of time mm-hmm. is because you have established expectations, what is needs to be done and how it's going to be mm-hmm. done and have, and put toughness into a football program. Um, and that goes with any sport. Uh, you can find the same type of, of culture and toughness in basketball or baseball mm-hmm. or soccer or whatever uh, team sport you're talking about, because that's what it matters. And individual sports, like maybe you know, our team sports slash individual sports like tennis or golf, you're going to see some tough guys, yep. some tough gals playing that sport who are mentally tough and, and, and ready to play. So that's what it comes down to. And I look at our game on Saturday with Kennedy and Cuyahoga Heights as a huge battle of two programs mm-hmm. who want – to succeed at the highest level and we'll see it's going to be a, a big challenge for both teams obviously we're on the kennedy side mm-hmm. because it's playoff times and we want to continue to roll on western reserve radio um, obviously you know all four teams i think have a chance to to surprise people yes. and to move on i really truly do i like poland's opportunity if i had a handicap it it's poland one Springfield two, yeah. Poland, Poland one, and Springfield one A. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, 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 they're both to me at the same level of of the opportunity to move on. And then I would put Kennedy and South Range at the same level again. Uh, obviously, lower seed teams going into a higher seed scenario, neutral place. So we'll see. Um, the only reason why I put South Range, I don't want to call it last, but yeah, but there's only four teams. Yeah, but they have fourth, to work some way. It's because Kirtland's a juggernaut. Kirtland's going to be. I mean, it's just they are incredible. Whew. I'll be honest. When you get down to it, talk about um, what Tiger has established in Kirtland in the last ten years. It's just that what we're talking about: yep. a culture and mm-hmm. an expectation, a, sty- a toughness. Those kids play tough football. They play sound football. There's a culture of Gritty. what is expected. Um, Tiger has shown his ability to be talked about one of the best coaches in Northeast Ohio and throughout yes. the state, what he has established there. I met the family years ago, not him, his brother yes. actually was the head coach at, at Oil City mm-hmm. years ago. And, um, and he was actually trying to become coach at Franklin. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Franklin didn't have a, a – position in the school system for him Mm -hmm. he's a teacher yes so when this opportunity came about my understanding is how he landed Mm -hmm. in kirtland and uh give tiger all the credit in the world for what he's achieved and i have a lot of a lot of respect for what you know it's just it's an uphill battle um 
of all the matchups, that's the one yeah, I'd be most surprised if, if South Range, if South won, Range you know. moves on. Though, you know, obviously we're rooting yeah, for them. Anything can happen. Yeah. That's why you compete. That's why you that, want to compete. That's right. And like I said, could we go 0 for 4? Yes. Could we go 4 for 4? Yes. Will we? Probably neither. But I think we're somewhere in the middle. I think 2 and 2. I think 2 and 2 is very possible and maybe 3 and 1. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, I really like personally Poland and Springfield, their opportunity to advance. And I think the other two have, I think all four have major matchups. I'm just saying the other two have. Tougher matchups. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think Cuyahoga Heights, uh, for what they have achieved, is going to be very difficult uh, for Hart, uh, for Kennedy, but they can do it. And uh, it will be an uphill battle, mm-hmm. but a battle I'm sure Coach Yegley and his Raiders are willing and accept oh, yeah. and happy to play that game. because They'd rather be playing uh, Kirtland than playing nobody. Whoever wins that game probably is going to go to the state title game. Yep. So uh, we'll yeah, just have to you, wait and see. You would uh, – Beginning of the year, if you were to pencil in a favorite to win the state championship, it's probably Kirtland. And, and again, now, that goes back now, to culture. Yep. Now South Range gets their chance. You want tough kids. You want tough, you know, you want a culture of your coaching staff to establish what, what his expectations are, how to handle adversity, mm-hmm. and moving forward. This time of the year, in-game adversity matters most. Oh, yes. When you have a turnover, when you get stopped on fourth down, or defensively, when you make big plays, uh, either forcing a team to punt the ball away, or you come with a sack or a, a big loss. Yep. Uh, you avoid the big penalties uh, defensively, and you don't extend drives. That is how you. That's what culture is. That's how toughness is, and you're going to get punched in the face. Both all these teams will get, and now is how you respond to that. How do you overcome mm-hmm. in-game adversity? And that's really going to be key for all four schools going forward. Um, wish them all the best. Obviously, we'll have Kennedy on Western Reserve Radio, uh, westernreserveradio.com, the TuneIn app at Western Reserve, uh, 360 Live at Western Reserve, just uh, on Alexa. If you have the TuneIn app on your skills on mm-hmm. Alexa, just tell Alexa, Alexa, play radio station, Western Reserve Radio, and it'll pop yep. right up. Simple as that. So um, that's a little high school for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – you want to talk about culture and think uh, – I think Ohio State's done a pretty good job of that this year, huh? Oh, my goodness. It's our Coach first Day. time in 10 weeks talking about guys a little bit. We haven't really talked about no, it much No, we haven't. Year. Coach Day has probably had the biggest bullseye on him oh, yes. this year than any other coach coming into college football this season. And he has handled it well. Um, he brought in his own quarterback in a transfer in fields, and look mm-hmm. how well he's doing. And then you look. The defensive staff adjusts, yes, I think. Yeah, and you look at what Young has brought to that defense and his suspension this past yes. week. Uh, word came out today, I believe. Only a two-game suspension last week and this yep. week. Uh, not to to uh, take shot at the two teams in Maryland and Rutgers. It's not like you need no. Young on the field to win those ball games. No, Obviously, they they, uh, they survived last week against a uh, yeah tough test. You were there. Talk yes. about that. Yeah, I was. I took my dad down. Uh, it's 
it's really cool to you know take him down he, he doesn't get many chances to go down because of work schedule um but i got the opportunity to get tickets and i'm like you know what i gotta i gotta jump on this uh chilly but 73 to 14 will make it feel a lot warmer than it is um boy that team is good i sat there and two things amazed me the edge and focus they have is is just incredible i kept talking to my dad i go I get this is maryland i get you're supposed to beat them by five or six touchdowns but we've seen not just ohio state teams but we've seen every team across the country have those games where you let a team hang around and you Ohio State of Maryland last year, 52-51. Purdue, Iowa the year before. You know, and their closest game was Florida Atlantic, 24 points. You know, they are bludgeoning everybody to the point where the game's over at halftime. I mean, the, the games are over at halftime. Um, so, uh, they're so fast. They are so fast across the board on defense. It's The defense is attacking and just, you know, they're pinning their ears back and coming after you. And uh, they're bringing back the silver board uh, moniker. Yeah, it's it's amazing how this program has evolved over the last 25 years. And, uh, well, all teams have. But what Ohio State has yes. done is no coach, including Trestle, took over a bear cover. No. Now, each coach along the way has improved, improved. the – Left it better than you found yeah, it. Yeah, and you know that's going to be the the biggest challenge going forward. Not only keeping day, meaning I'm yeah. sure people are. Hey. There's no college jobs that's going to get them. No. Okay. Right. There's some NFL jobs that but are. But there's already... NFL jobs that may in the next year or two take a shot. And there's at two it. that I would keep my eye on. That's the Redskins and Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin there. And if the Cowboys keep struggling. Yeah, I you mean, gotta, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of rumors. We'll just wait and see. I'm not concerned about day leaving this year. Not this year. I maybe three to five years from now, it may, and we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put that. Uh, they are. I'm not gonna put the court. The, the what is it? Yeah, how cart before the horse. Cart before the horse. They are too soon. I'm just saying, he's making a a name for himself going forward and. You look at this team, it can run the ball, it can throw the ball, it plays an amazing And they're defense. deep at every position. Yes. They got three guys that can run the ball, Tim. Yes. And I, and I don't think... I mean, Master Teague is phenomenal, and he's... Master second. Teague would start on every other Big Ten team yes. except Wisconsin and Ohio State. Yeah. It's just that. He's that second. good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got a lot of, why would you go sit in the cold to see him play Maryland? Why would you go sit in the cold and, you know... Why? They're because you have an opportunity to, to go to the shoe. They are really fun to watch. I, I, I mean, yes. It, beyond the, it's not the some, easiest ticket. No, it's, it's not. And I texted my uncle after the game, and I said, "We're not there yet, but we're getting to the point where this team is could be special." Oh, it is special. Look, there's no reason to not to believe this team should win. Every regular season game this season, and then have the opportunity to play in Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship. 
the expectations from this point on is to win them all. Yep. And Six I more. know you, you were, we only have one game this week, and it's Rutgers. And then you got Penn State, and then you have Michigan. And oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that word. That's a cuss word. <laughs> That's a cuss word. Well, the bottom line. But yes, yes. Yeah, the bottom line is you have, you know, the schedule in front of you to play. And then most likely it looks like it's going to be Minnesota. Minnesota or I think Iowa gets Minnesota this weekend. Well, we'll find out. I think Minnesota loses two of their next three. Wow. I think I think Iowa and Wisconsin both beat them. We'll find out. And it could be a rematch of Ohio State and Wisconsin in Indianapolis. It could very well be. I mean, this season, anytime you have expectations, they seem to go out the door in the Big Ten, other than yes. Ohio State. You're you're completely right. So, uh, And uh, shots what? were fired today. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, Don Brown, the coordinator of, of that school up north, said Ohio State better be ready in a couple weeks. Well, that's good. I mean. That's, that's great. Just yeah, go ahead and give them uh, more motivation. I, I actually like, you know. I was going to say, I even like the Penguins against that team up north. Did you <laughs> did you catch what Urban Meyer said yesterday, speaking of that team up north? No. Uh, I guess he does an Instagram Q&A, which is pretty okay. cool. Yeah. Um, and he'll answer anything, and he answered pretty honestly. And they said, uh, is this a year that that team up north finally beats Ohio State? And he said, anything can happen. It's a rivalry game. You throw out your records. Right. We've seen it in the past where Ohio State's being a top, you know, and but – Vice versa. He said, but no way. This team's scary. Oh, I agree. And he said, uh, and the next question was, uh, what's your greatest coaching moment? Now, Myers had a lot. Championships at Florida. Championship at Ohio State. Building Utah. Building Bowling Green. You know, undefeated in that game up north. And he said, simply put, hanging 62 on them last year. And that was it. (laughs) And it just... It was that's, dead silence. That's, that's Urban. I mean, yes. when you ever heard him speak, that sounds like an answer Urban would have. And, and I you mean, know I've never met the you man. See, I've never talked to him. You see, but that sounds to me an urban exactly response. what I would expect out of Urban Meyer. And you see a similar mindset in Ryan Day of we're up 21 on Maryland in the first quarter and we're onside kicking. Because I don't think Ohio State's even scratched a surface yet of their playbook. Well, let me say this. The reason you do that is twofold, in my mind. A, there was a vulnerability there in, yes. in their you, you way they, the way they cover kicks. And, and I pointed to, out to my dad. And you want to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And B, you want to show it for so now good. teams have yes. to practice against it. Yes. Look, a lot of football is showing certain plays because now you know your future opponents have, have to, guard to put yep. time in the game plan to practice against it. And that is a big part of football. I don't care what level you're at. That's why we'll go back to the high school football level. Why I love a team like Kennedy mm-hmm. is Kennedy has multiple fronts. Yes. Springfield, same way. They have multiple formations and fronts. I mean, they can go shotgun. They can yes. go underneath center. They can go three, three running backs in the backfield. Yes. They can, all of them can do all these different type of looks. So there's only so much time in a practice week. Yes, there's almost, especially this time of the year when the lights are down. Yes, uh, when the sun goes down. So you have to practice against certain. It's not like 
you line up in the same spread offense on every play. Yes, you can do that and win and has been successful. I'm not yes. taking anything away with it. But when you have to practice against multiple formations and multiple plays out of those formations, it puts a team in a, in my mind in a really in a difficult di- in, a, in a difficult situation of how to practice against your yes. team. Uh Canfield's very good at that. Uh yes, they run the ball primarily, but they like to show a lot of different yes. formations. Uh you know, unlike Mooney, who's very, very simplistic, mm-hmm. but they do get in the shotgun. They do put a couple wide receivers out once in a while and stuff like that. Show you a different look. Uh, I think that is such a key part of football. No matter what level you're at, I don't care if you're at Pee Wee's. Uh, that's what you want to do. Now, obviously, you know, as the progression goes up the ladder, and you're talking about college football yes. or the NFL. The more multiple fronts you have, the multiple formations you have, and what plays you run out of them, again, you have to defend against that. Yes. And you have to practice. And that, to me, is how you set up teams for certain plays because you show certain things, you run something different. Um, You you definitely do your bread and butter plays because your bread and butter players are the ones that get you to three to five yards and helps move the sticks. and. That is all a part of football. However, if you can have multiple formations and fronts and styles and puts, mm-hmm. in my opinion, your opponent in a situation where they have to practice against those things, they may not even see it. Yeah, I agree. It's you know, One thing, you're touching on multiple formations and everything. Last week, I remember one drive, Ohio State lined up, and they're primarily a shotgun. And they did power run to start off. And then they faked a jet sweep, and then you ran the jet sweep again, and they, and they went hurry up and went I formation. You know you're going back to Tressler, and then they lined up the next play and went five wides. And if you know I a little bit of, about Ohio State and Ryan Day's offense in the past, five wides with a mobile quarterback usually meant quarterback drop the middle. You know that was their quarterback power up the you know middle. Meyer even joked about that after the game. He goes, boy, I'd like to see a little more quarterback power out of that. But um, well, they just have so many ways they can hurt you. Well, that's the thing. You have to go to your quarterback strengths. Um, obviously, I, like, for example, and I'm going to bring it back to Springfield. Yes. One of Brungard's biggest strength is running the ball. Yes. So when you do see an empty backfield, he's becomes a, a very mm-hmm. effective runner. Now. Because of his passing game abilities, you have to respect the idea yes. that he can be mobile and throw the ball too. Or he can find a open receiver under mm-hmm. that same scenario and maybe possibly even change the play uh, because of his coaching and his upbringing. Uh, doesn't mean it happens. It just means there's a lot of opportunities. And, you know, Justin Fields the same way. Justin Field can run the ball, but I don't consider him a great runner. I consider him an effective runner. I agree with that. And he's a, a Russell a, Wilson type. Yeah. And what you want to do is take advantage of it. And I think talking about the Browns game tonight, and we'll see if I'm right next week when we talk about it, I honestly believe for the Browns to win, Baker Mayfield needs to run a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he has to run, run 25 yards downfield, but – 
five when or six it yards. It is an opportunity to pick up three to five, six, seven yards. Stay ahead of the chain. And keep moving the chains. you got to do that. Not just picking up a first down, but setting up the potential to get a first down. If you're throwing on second down and nine and there's a lane open and you can get five yards, you're now mm-hmm. looking at a third down and very manageable three or four. Mm-hmm. And that changes the entire playbook of what you can do. And when you have a Chubb, when you have a Hunt, you have an Odell Beckman, you have a Landry, you can have Mm -hmm. a Higgins, you can have a tight end that could possibly, you know, come into play. That's where the Browns have options. But when you're facing third down and eight and nine, you don't have the same options. And that's the problem. And that is where you have to always try to keep getting yardage and um, and giving yourself opportunities. Third down and manageable is very important. Uh, you know, I was talking to P.J. Fecco mm-hmm. during the season, and that's what he kept saying. He goes, you know, our first and second down is so very important mm-hmm. because it gives us, us opportunity to, you know, not just to move the chain on third down, but gives us different ideas yeah, of we how do, we're yes. going to do it. And, yeah, they run the ball 90% of the time. However, we've seen them. They were willing to throw the ball in certain situations, and they had a quarterback before he got injured who could do that. So, you know, it all depends on your philosophy and how you do it. I personally think in today's football, you have an opportunity to be Mm -hmm. like Russell Wilson. You can pick up yardage. you got to do it. Yep. Uh, If you're Roethlisberger in 2020, 19 2020 you you move around in the pocket yes. and you find the guy and you only run when you have to uh if you're aaron Rodgers, it's the exact yes. same thing you don't expect them to tuck and run yeah however can they yes, yes they can will they in circumstances are no. circumstances are there they will take it uh, i don't expect rivers for san diego to run no. with the ball however i expect wilson to run with the ball I expect, you know, Baker Mayfield to take advantage of that. Uh, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Well, I expect, uh, for example, the Steelers tonight, you know, Rudolph to be able to move the ball himself at times when situations Mm -hmm. are there. So we'll see. I mean, it all depends on your team and your makeup and your quarterback and where they are in their careers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think Fields absolutely can run the ball. I'm not expecting him to be a – a runner like the quarterbacks that mm-hmm. Ohio State has had in the past, but I expect him to be effective. And if he picks and chooses his times against high-quality opponents and picks up five, six yards on plays when no one expects it, and you're giving yourself a very manageable third down or a manageable second down, and it opens up your playbook, yeah, that's what you want. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I think we're just – I think uh, as the games get tougher, the competition gets tougher – I think we're going to see fields run a little bit more. I think design runs are going to be uh, integrated a little more in the offense. But I do, I think, I I do think he's a very good runner. Um, but I think twofold, you want to develop him as a passer. You have weapons at your four or five deeper receiver. Your backs can catch it, um, and you have a little bit unknown as a backup spot. So you don't want to run him and get him hurt. Um, so. Uh, they're just a lot of fun to watch. They can hurt you in so many ways, offensively, defensively. Uh, but the there's a big chip on their shoulder this year that we're out to prove everybody wrong that 
they can win post Obermeyer. Um, that was incredible to watch. Well, you know, think they might they might sneak one out Saturday. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be rough. Uh, it's one of those games that everyone's going to worry about. Yeah, we'll see how soon it's over. I turned. I didn't turn it off. I went and did other things after it was twenty-one nothing. I had you know first off, quarter. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. And look, it's it's Rockers. They're not that good. I don't expect a a nail biter. Yeah, you would hope it, not. Well, bottom line, it'd be shocking if it happened, and it won't happen. So I'm not even worried about it. Uh, imaginary trophy for. Picking the, the highest score that wins, I don't, you know, who cares? Um, this, if they this won, is they a game that's on your schedule that's important. You got to play. Week. That's the bottom line. You play the game that's in front of you. You win this week. You become one and zero, and you move on to the next week. And that's all. I don't care who you are. I talk about that for the YSU yes. pod, podcast. I'll say that to all our local high school teams. All that Just matters be is be one and zero this week and move on. Yep. You know, it's just like the the NCAA tournament in basketball. Survive in advance. Exactly. Win and move on. And that's exactly where you're at. You know, especially in a tournament format. Yes. As the high school is, especially as you are in college football where you want to make the top four. I'm not worried about being number one. Great when it happens. All it is is seeding. In yes. the end, you're going to play one of the top four teams and you're going to have to beat them to play exactly. in a championship game. Exactly. So it doesn't matter how you get there as, as long, long as you, you have the there. opportunity to play in those games. That's what I've always talked about. Get me into the tournament and I'll deal with it all. That's just like South Range this week. They don't care they got to play Kirtland. You're going to have they to just, beat them no matter what. Yeah. You're going to, in the end, this is what they have to yep. do. And same with Kennedy, same with Poland, and same with Springfield. All that matters is this week. You can't yep. look forward to the championship games, the regional championship games. All that matters is this week. Yep. So, uh, with that in mind, I think uh, it's pretty easy to title this uh, podcast culture? culture. Culture. I think both ones are culture. Yeah, they yep. are. I mean, that's such a big word in football. We hear it a lot, but I don't think a lot it's of people know what it means. And uh, we, I gave my definition. We'll see what goes on forward. Good luck to my brownies tonight. Let's get a W. Let's make me happy two weeks in a row, which hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Uh, that would be shocking. That would be great. And uh, I would love to tell all my Squealer fans, my Yinzer, uh, <laughs> Yinzer friends, uh, have, have a little fun with them. And hopefully we'll have four teams move on next week in high school football. If not, get as many teams yes. as possible for we have a – Third week into mm-hmm. the uh, season mm-hmm. and uh, regional finals for somebody. That would be wonderful. And hopefully we'll have an opportunity to cover it on Western Reserve Radio. So stay tuned to Western Reserve Radio for that. Stay tuned to uh, us right here on Radio MVP. A little late this week in our podcast just because of scheduling. Mm-hmm. But we got it out. And uh, as always, don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast anywhere you download a podcast. So for Anthony, I am Tim. We will talk to you next week right here on Radio MVP.